Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled, When Wonder Leads to Worship. To begin, I want to just give a quick shout out to my sponsor, The Catholic Company. The Catholic Company is a one-stop shop for all your Catholic needs. From rosaries to books to clothing, they've got it all. Use code GBS20, that's GBS20, for 20% off your order. Secondarily, I want to shout out Good Catholic. They are my other sponsor. And if you use code GADA, you'll get 20% off any order of their digital series. Now, on to today's topic. Like I said, it's when wonder leads to worship. Firstly, I want to say Merry Christmas to all of you who are listening to this. Maybe you are listening to this before Christmas, but maybe Christmas has already begun. The Christmas season is upon us. So regardless of if you're listening to this over the last couple days of Advent or if you're listening to this into the Christmas season, Merry Christmas. This is such a wonderful time of the year. I, I I truly love Christmas, and I was reflecting just earlier today on the beauty of this Christian feast being something that affects not only Christians, but at least here in the States, everyone. If you think about it, I'm sure the percentage is 99% of workplaces are closed on this day. And I can't think of another day where that happens other than maybe Easter. So truly, two Christian feast days are the two things that shut down our country. It's pretty beautiful. And I assume that if you're listening to this and don't live in the United States, your situation might be similar as well. Um, If you're a Christian country, this is the reality. And there's some true beauty in that because it allows us to slow down. It allows us to remember what's important and it allows us to share in the beauty of our Lord, the beauty of his coming as a baby in a manger. I love Christmas so much. It's such a beautiful holiday. It's such a beautiful feast. And I think it's necessary for us to reflect on that beauty. So as I said, today's talk or title of this short podcast is When Worship, sorry, When Wonder Leads to Worship. I gave a talk recently at my parish, and this is what the topic was. And I usually record those talks so as to then put them on the podcast, but I forgot to do that. And so I wanted to re-record this talk and provide it for you, the listener at home. I hope that some of you benefit from what I have to say. So wonder leading to worship, where did I get this concept? Where, where did I come up with that idea? Well, my wife and I belong to two churches in Charlotte. And what I mean by that is we're parishioners and we tie the two parishes. And so St. Gabriel's is our Sunday mass parish and St. Anne's is our weekday parish. And so I will typically go to St. Anne's uh, for morning mass on 
Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And on Wednesday nights, oftentimes go to their evening mass. And my wife and I were there at a evening mass on a Wednesday. And Wednesdays and Fridays, instead of uh, the Novus Ordo mass, uh, or in, in layman's terms, the mass in English, they do a Latin mass instead. And so the Wednesday night is the low mass. So no singing, but just really reverent and beautiful. And um, all of the mass parts are in Latin. The priest is saying the mass in Latin. And so we walked in and, and sat down a few minutes before the mass started. And then um, just a few minutes later, a man walked in and Based on how he was dressed, I was able to assume that he was Muslim. And he sat down in front of us and looked a little out of place. It it appeared that this was the first time he'd ever been in a Catholic church or at a Catholic mass. Now, I could be wrong there, but that that was my assumption. And yet he seemed very curious. He, He seemed like he was wondering about what was going on before him. And so I naturally was drawn to watch him throughout the liturgy. And I was pleasantly surprised at one point when he pulled out his glasses and he looked up to the ceiling and then he looked to the altar and he just seemed to be taking everything in. It was beautiful. And so I was excited for the opportunity to chat with this man after mass, but sadly he, he moved about 10 pews up after communion. And so I did not get to to chat with him, but he left an impression on me. I found myself very curious about him, but also found myself reflecting on what he could mean in my own life, what the Lord was speaking to me about through him. And it was this concept of wonder that can lead to worship. For some reason, This man had found his way into a Catholic Mass at 6 p.m. on a Wednesday night in Charlotte, North Carolina. This doesn't sound like a really big deal. It's probably not going to go on the news. And yet, in my mind, this is the beauty of natural law being written on all of our hearts. We are all drawn to God the Father. We are all drawn to Truth, because of natural law, it's been put on our hearts so that every man, woman, and child can come to know the Lord, no matter what circumstance or upbringing. I was fortunate to grow up Catholic, to be raised in the faith, but I understand that so many weren't born that way, and yet the Lord doesn't stop pursuing them. He doesn't stop desiring their union. He doesn't stop them from being able to know him. No, he wants intimacy with each and every person, no matter how you were raised or born. And so natural law allows for that to happen. It allows for man and woman to find their way towards him. And for many, it happens. For many people, Through the grace of God, they come to know him in a deep and real way. They enter into the Catholic faith. And so I was very 
drawn into this man because he was there for some reason. For some reason, the Lord Jesus had worked on his heart to bring him to that Catholic Mass. And for all I know, it resulted in nothing from an outsider's view. You know, maybe no direct changes happened in this man's life. But maybe a seed was planted, and for that alone, I find great joy. And so, as I said, wonder to worship is what I was drawn into upon seeing this man. This idea, this concept, that our wonder should and will eventually lead to worship if only we're open to it. So I wanted to share with you all a passage of Scripture, and then just kind of share some thoughts from that. I do believe that our Lord calls us into worshiping Him, because if we end up worshiping Him, we are then drawn into His heart. We're drawn into who He is, and that will lead us to heaven. And that is the ultimate goal, is it not, for you and me to be with him in heaven one day? We're called to be saints. I say this on most podcast episodes. We're called to be saints, and it's it's not a call for some. It's a call for every single person. And so this calling can be fulfilled when we come to worship him, when we come to love him the way that he desires us to love him. So I want to, as I said, share a passage and just kind of read through it. Now, if you're not driving or you're just sitting, I invite you to actually close your eyes for this passage. I say that because this passage is so powerful, but it's it's so powerful because you can find yourself being there. So this isn't Lexio. But it's close. So I invite you to just, if you're not driving or you're not moving and you can, you can close your eyes and picture yourself in the scene that I'm about to read before you. So we're going to go to Luke chapter two. Thus far in the first chapter and a half of, of Luke, our Lord has, our lady has had the angel come to her. She has found out that she will be the mother of God. They've traveled, her and Joseph. They've come to Bethlehem. And now our Lord's been born. And so this picks up right after that. Now there were shepherds in that region living in the field and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Messiah and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those in whom his favor rests. When the angels went away from there to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go then to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, 
which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in haste and found Mary and Joseph, and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told to them about the child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen, just as it had been told to them. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 through 20. We'll be right back. Interested in learning more about your faith? I invite you to check out Good Catholic. They are a digital media brand focused on sharing and teaching about the faith. From podcasts to blogs to digital series, Good Catholic has it all. Use the code in the show notes to get 20% off your order at Good Catholic. You've heard this passage before. I've heard it dozens of times. I've read it multiple times. It's a beautiful passage, but it's easy to be looked over. It would appear that the most insignificant people in the nativity story are the shepherds. Great. We can add a couple people to the story. We've got Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. They're, they're the main players. But outside of that, it would appear that everyone else is inconsequential. But there's beauty here in the shepherd story. There's a reason that Luke includes them in his gospel. It's not just for extra words. No. The shepherds have a role to play. And you and I can gain something from the shepherds. Because I believe that in most cases, this is these are the people that are most like us. We are the shepherds. Think about it. The shepherds are out in the field. They're doing their job. But have you ever really thought about what it meant to be a shepherd 2,000 years ago in Israel? This is not a glamorous job. This is not a difficult job in a lot of cases. It doesn't take a high education, what you're called to do is watch over the sheep. But all that said, it does require time. The shepherds stay in the field at night. They stay with the sheep to watch over them. They sleep there. It's a lot of work, even if it seems like not a lot of work. It's like that security guard at the library. It doesn't seem like they're doing much, but in a moment's notice, they could be needed. So, all of this to be said, the shepherds had a lot of time on their hands to just think. And I'm sure that these shepherds got to thinking, got to wondering, thinking about what is the purpose of this life? What is the purpose of my job? 
Do I have purpose? And so when the angel finally appears to them, there's probably a great sense of shock, maybe joy, maybe confusion. Everything I'm suggesting is, of course, just my guessing, but I would, I would assume that there was a lot of, of wonder in that moment, confusion even, excitement. There is something to be said about what was transpiring. And let's assume for all intensive purposes that these are at least semi-well-formed Jews. They've heard about the Messiah before, but now they're being told in not so many words that the Messiah is here. And not only is he here, but he's, he's nearby. And he wants to meet you. Think about that. He wants to meet these shepherds. These people who, for all intents and purposes, are not important, are just normal, everyday folks. Now, I said that we are like the shepherds. This is what I'm talking about. This reality of being inconsequential. Well, who understood it better than the shepherds? And yet, for you and I, we probably feel similarly. It's hard to believe that I have a place or I have a purpose in the grand scheme of what the Lord is trying to do. And yet, everything that the Lord has ever told me is, yes, you might be small, but in my eyes, you're everything. And he says that same exact thing to you as well. He said that exact same thing to these shepherds. He didn't want them to be left out of the story because they are important too. And so this wonder of these shepherds after the angel appears to them leads them to continue to wonder. And they go and they see if what has been told to them is true. And they find themselves there at the manger scene with the wonderful, beautiful baby Jesus. And that wonder leads them to worship. They spend moments there reflecting on what has transpired, what is going on. And they even share with the Holy Family what they have been told. And of course, this is a beautiful moment. Our Lady reflects there, says that she keeps all these things reflecting on them in her heart. She too is moved by this experience. There's beauty there in that encounter. There's beauty there in this moment. A random night in Bethlehem that will never be forgotten. A moment that you and I will be or just did celebrate. A moment that every year we reflect on. Now, it doesn't stop there. The shepherds have to eventually leave. They have to move on. For you and me, we've probably had experiences like this in our life where part of us wishes that they would never end. I remember my wedding day vividly, and there's part of me that wishes I could go back 
and be just in that moment one more time. That I could just be there with all of my friends and family celebrating that special occasion. That I could be held by my spouse in that moment. That bliss of a wedding day. And yet that's not how it works. No, instead, eventually I had to leave the wedding party. I had to go be with my wife. And eventually I had to go to bed and wake up the next day. Never going back to that day. And yet, every day that I wondered about what my future would look like had led me to that moment. And just in the same sense, these shepherds, assuming that they had some understanding of the messianic fulfillment, they had wondered what the Messiah would be, what he would be like, who he would be. And yet maybe in a million, never in a million years did they imagine it being something that they would get to readily see that way. And yet there they were drawn to him, invited into meeting him. And that wonder led to worship. In our own lives, we all probably have things that we ask the Lord about, that we're wondering about, that we're curious about. I know before I met my wife, I constantly found myself thinking and asking, Lord, am I supposed to be married? And if so, to who? And yet, I didn't know right away. It took years and years. I had to work on self. I had to grow. I had to have relationships not work out. I had to have heartbreak. Also that eventually, one day, I could find that person, my now wife, who is the person for me. But it was through that wonder that I grew and came to know that he had a plan for me in a deeper way, even if I wasn't sure what the plan was. But now the plan has been shown. I've seen it, and now I get to live it out in actuality. So too these shepherds maybe wondered about this moment, or at least wondered in some way about the plan that the God of the universe had for them. And maybe never in a million years did they imagine that plan would mean coming to face the Lord God in human form. But that is exactly what the Lord had planned for them that day, that moment. And so they got to be there and share in that great joy. But like I said, eventually they had to go back. They had to go back to the fields, back to their lives. And I hope and pray that their prayer was, Lord, how do I turn this wonder into worship? How do I turn this moment into a lifetime? Because for you and I, brothers and sisters, we will soon here celebrate Christmas, or if you're listening to this later, you've just celebrated it. But this moment is not supposed to pass us by. It's not supposed to end on the 25th. It's supposed to encapsulate us forever. It is supposed to be 
something we reflect on constantly, that we never forget this great moment. If you're listening to this before Christmas, I invite you to make a prayer that you may be like the shepherd, that this 25th of December you find yourself visiting the manger, if only in your heart, that you visit the manger and you're with our Lord, you experience the profound gift that our Lord coming has on you and on your family and friends, that you can come to realize what a gift that Jesus is for you and for your life. And if you're listening to this after Christmas, I invite you to go back to that moment and do the same thing. And then I invite you to not forget this reflection, that you can draw on it time and time again, even if it's just the simplest prayer of, Jesus Christ in the manger, be with me now. Jesus Christ in the manger, be with me now. Jesus Christ in the manger, be with me now. The Lord wants you to wonder. He wants you to ask questions. He wants you to look for the big thing. And eventually he wants that wonder to come with an answer. He wants all your questions to be answered And he wants you to know that he is the answer to all of those questions, to all those burning desires. He has it worked out for you. If only you listen and if only you're open, he wants to fill your heart. He wants to fill you with love. He wants to fill you with understanding, with truth, with goodness, with beauty. But he needs your yes. He needs you to wonder, and he needs your wonder to lead to worship. I hope and pray that what I have said today is helpful, that you can find yourself like these shepherds out there in the field, going to the Lord, journeying with him, and just being present with him there in the manger. I wish you all a very blessed and Merry Christmas. And if you're listening to this after Christmas, I wish you a very blessed and Merry Christmas. Christmas season and a wonderful new year. And I hope and pray that in this new year you find yourself drawn into our Lord in a deep way. Oh, come, let us adore him. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details.